Hello, beautiful people. I'm pleased to announce that the original cast live will be making its triumphant return to the Flying V Awesomeathon Sunday, April 8th at 4 p.m. in downtown Bethesda. I've been toying with the live show format and I'm excited for you to see the new show. The show is part of the second Flying V Awesomeathon, their 24-hour fundraiser, and I'm so happy to be a part of it again. Go to unknownpenguin.com live for details. Tickets are first come, first served, and free, but when you come down, maybe you'll give some money to Flying V because they're awesome and you should and they're doing a show of mine this fall and you should come see that too. But for right now, come to the Awesomeathon and donate money. Again, the original cast live at the Flying V Awesomeathon, April 7th, 4 p.m. Cheap is free, but donate to Flying V because they're awesome. Unknownpenguin.com slash live for details. Again, patreon.com slash original cast pod. All right, here's the show. Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Whatever the form of the storm that may brew, not with you to lean on, darlings, you. Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. In a few weeks, Don Mike Mendoza returns to the podcast to talk about the Richard Rogers Stephen Sondheim collaboration, Do I Hear a Waltz? During the conversation, we got to talking about the new Mean Girls musical, and since that opens this week at the August Wilson Theater, I thought I'd jump the gun on Don Mike's new episode and bring you this snippet now. We join the conversation already in progress. You're yeah, like it, that it's definitely that golden <laughs> yeah. age thing of like, right? You, it's a likable leads, right. and you like the yeah. leads. The side characters are funny, and then yes. like you know, you have the bad guy, and it's over in two hours. Right, two and, hours, sometimes you know, three. Sometimes yeah. people had time back then. <laughs> this isn't a three-hour show, is it? No. Oh god, <laughs> but okay. you know, there are definitely those shows that you're like. Oh. Well, shows are. I think shows have gotten longer. Do you feel that way? Musicals, I think, anyway. I think it depends. On I think the, plays have gotten shorter. And musicals have gotten longer. Yeah, because people want to be sung to and not spoken at. But but also, <laughs> I really feel I, I honestly believe this about Broadway that like there is a feeling that like I just spent three hundred dollars to sit here, right? So entertain me, right? Jerk. Give me like, all of my money's word. worth. Yeah, right. because <laughs> like, what did I spend my money on? You know, true. Like, it's kind of the Cameron Macintosh effect, where like you, mm-hmm. Cameron, say what you will about Cameron Macintosh, <laughs> you knew where your money went when you sat down in a Cameron Macintosh right. show, and. I do feel that like some shows are three hours long because they like they this is all I'm doing tonight. Worth, yeah, right, exactly. Right. And some shows benefit, for, I think, from mm-hmm. extension. And some other shows, I've had Legally Blonde on my mind a lot recently. Um, you know that show holds up really well. Do you think so? Yeah, I mean, it's that is a prime Y musical for me. Yeah, that it, I mean that show to me is like a really good past the time musical. Mm-hmm. You know, like what. I know that I said that Wicked was my like driving musical, right? But legally, <laughs> legally Blonde falls into that too because it's just, it's so entertaining and so it, yeah, the 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 tempo and the, uh-huh. the pacing is just so oh, it moves. forward and moving. There's that, no question about that. You, know, you yeah. get lost in it, so I feel like that's why it's so memorable because you're just like, oh yeah, like it's. I remember we watched that when MTV broadcast it. Kelly and I watched it, mm-hmm. um, and I was just exhausted. It's a yeah. I I found it visually exhausting. It was. I found I find the score to be a little exhausting though, to be Mm -hmm. honest. And it's by I mean Lawrence 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 O'Keefe, right? I I enjoy the composer quite a bit, and uh, but I found the score and I mean you're right. Visually, it's it's the original Broadway production was was extensive, (laughs) but I, I I did I just found it to be. It, it kept feeling like to me the thing that bad movie adaptations do, which mm-hmm. is movie, 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 stop, song for five minutes, and yeah. the action isn't prop- 
propelling forward. Like we're mm-hmm. just, we're doing, we're just going to stall for a little while. Sure. And so as a result, a 90 minute movie becomes a three hour musical. <laughs> and I don't know why. Like I really, yeah, said, whereas yeah. like Hairspray, I think is a great example because, well, mainly because a lot of people have seen Hairspray. Mm-hmm. And I think Hairspray does an excellent job of enhancing it's it, the yeah. film and I go, I get why that's a musical. I get where, mm-hmm. like, that, aside from the fact that it's a, sh- uh, obviously, it's, it's a, a little bit of a cheat, because yeah. it's a movie about music, like, so the, the music fits sure. in very organically. But I, the songs add depth to the character. Yeah, kind of like, it, it takes it to the next step. Like, okay, yeah. you know, like the emotion and the feeling from the straight movie. Right. You know, in the musical. Into which, the musical, yeah. yeah. You know, that makes I, sense. I, I don't think, I don't, I don't hate Legally Blonde. I don't want to, like, I'm not going to stand no, up and stop. I mean, it's not, like, big. And, like, Legally like, Blonde, I think... In my opinion, I think it did it lend lend itself to a musical version. Yeah. Obviously, I mean it's a ridiculous movie, um, and could be a really fun, <laughs> you know, comedic musical. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I think I do agree with you in the fact that it it is a long show, and also it's they it's kind of like what's happening with Mean Girls, the musical right now. They're trying to include, did you see Mean Girls? I did. They're trying to include everything, mm-hmm. you know, all the jokes, all the quirks, everything from the movie into the musical. That and also that it's so much so that if you didn't see the movie, oh. you would be kind of left in the dark about why people are laughing about certain things. Sure, um, I and I know we're getting into a whole different conversation, That's but fine. I think with with Mean Girls, it's I having seen the movie and loved the movie. Yeah, I think it's you know I watched movie. the musical and I thought it was great in the sense that I was reliving the movie. You know, they, like the musical doesn't stand on its own. It's it's like, oh, it's just they added songs and I'm watching the movie with live action people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a lot of jokes in it that are movie specific that and maybe they're working on it between when they closed here and when they opened in March. But it's, you know, there's a lot of inside jokes Yeah. that if you didn't see the movie, you would be like, oh, that's weird. I Why know. Why would you say that? Yeah. You know, I know uh, a lot of, I didn't get to see it, unfortunately. I know a lot of people who did see it and I've heard... It, it, the reviews have all been similar from mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, and what's actually been interesting to me was I know a bunch of people who traveled to DC to see it. To see, okay, and I heard nothing from them later, <sighs> and I found that to be very, very unusual. Like online, yeah. I didn't see anything on Twitter. And or I anything. think and the um, the thing about that show is that the the book is great because it's Tina Fey. Tina Fey, yeah. The music is problematic because oh. her husband writes the kind of background stings in 30 rock yeah like so it's kind of like if you were watching the office and they made a song and it was like liz lemon is walking into the office right now like that's the mm-hmm. music in mean girls it's like really he, they did write there is an interesting there is a ca- a 30 rock it's not a cast album mm-hmm. exactly but there is a, an album you can get which i have of all the songs from 30 rock like mm-hmm. all the little musical moments and yeah. he did write all the music for that yeah. but they are one-off right songs and so joke songs yeah he's, and there's a lot of um him writing or he wrote in pieces and songs that like start in weird keys or like aren't really like mm. musically They're not, not as singable necessarily. Yeah, or not yeah. necessarily like not that it doesn't make sense, but right. I say it's not it doesn't work well. Like you can't have words that don't rhyme and you can't have oh. um, you know, Regina starting on like a really awkward key when she comes in for her song. Hmm. It's just not musically um, it doesn't flow well. Like the music doesn't flow well. Mm-hmm. The choreography is great. You know, the set is awesome. The the book is great. I think it's the music is the main problem. And I think Peter Marx's review was like spot on about what what the off feeling was like. Because when I left that show, I was like, oh, that was really fun. But there's just something about this show that was really 
it bothered me and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I read Peter Mark's review and I was like, that's it. It was the music because it just was not your, your usual right. music that makes sense. Uh, you know, I'm giggling quietly because I just looked it up to see who wrote the lyrics. And it's Neil Benjamin who also wrote yeah, who the lyrics Lee, to Lee Blonde. Blonde. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I, that's right. I forgot about that. She, she is part of the team for me. Yeah. And uh, there were some moments that were... Nell Benjamin, pardon that, I mispronounced. Nell, yeah, that, Nell Benjamin. That yeah. were reminiscent of Legally Blonde <laughs> in Mean Girls. But I think it's not That's as funny. tiring. You know, it's not as, oh, what you man. say, like exhausting. It's, it's yeah. actually contained. So you, you don't feel physically exhausted watching the show. Oh, my God. Um, That's so funny. So, yeah. They, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll... We'll see, obviously, yeah, we'll like see how it responds. March, right? You know, I mean, it's got to be... It's opening against uh, SpongeBob, so right. That's gonna be a Which problem. Which I haven't seen yet. I heard I heard good things about it. I've heard nothing but great things about people who've seen it. I've listened to the album, yeah. and it's 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 good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I I get it. But what was striking to me? Now my son is not a SpongeBob. He likes SpongeBob. We don't watch SpongeBob a lot. He just never really cared for it that mm-hmm. much. And um, we listened to uh, the album on a drive recently. And I then said later, oh, do you want me to put on Spongebob? And he yeah. would rather listen to She Loves Me, which made me oh. kind of go, oh, great. Uh, but <laughs> it is, it's very forgettable also, the score, in the same way that, uh, now it's obviously like 17 songs written by 17 different composer groups. Yeah. Um, it seems a lot of fun, like it just, but apparently visually it's mm-hmm. remarkable and I very much want to see it. And, uh, it, you know, I don't know if we're going to get up to New York with my son soon. It's our plan mm-hmm. that is on our list of We'll see. Do, we'll see. see. Yeah, yeah, maybe what his first Broadway show is going to be. Um, you know, and it'll be his first. show. It would be. I'm leaning towards Wicked, yeah, which like he really wants to see. <laughs> well, but if it's if it's the original cast, I'm kind of like, you yeah, know, that could be great to see the true. original cast yeah. of a production. You know, that's a really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also used to do. Uh, I don't know if Kyle Jarrell would remember who I am. He might. We did. We had shows together in festivals ah. a couple times. <laughs> you know, so he might. That could be fun. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. see how much he. You know. <laughs> hey Kyle. Hey. Uh, are you listening? Probably not. The uh, yeah. So we'll see. I, I'm a little yeah. hesitant on that. I'd also rather it not be School of Rock, but uh, he yeah. likes that too. I don't know. It'll be. It will ultimately <laughs> be his choice because sure. the worst thing would be to drag him to something he doesn't want to see. Because <laughs> uh, I want to create a positive memory. Right. Right. Uh, I think he'll be fine either way. Uh, uh, but so yeah, I. Uh, I forgot how we got here, uh, but I, I love think, I love where we're at. <laughs> I think I, I think we've fallen into the rabbit hole of of just like of new why? new but shows. It, why it musicals? It feels like why? Like why? Yeah, there's so yeah, many why musicals because it's you know like why why Legally Blonde? You know like why Mean right, Girls? Why like Mean why, Girls? Yeah, you know uh, there's so much of that where it's musicals and shows that are pushed by names rather than the content. Sure, you know that they're like oh like you which know, again this so, is the ticket so, price. That's yeah. that's how we got here. Is the right, idea of price. like if if you're going to be spending that much money, there has yeah. to be security, something, something that you get out of it. Exactly that, right, and that has you know. al- it has always been. I don't want to oversell that. I feel like it's oversold like every ten mm-hmm. years. That has always been the case. People don't invest in. Yes, tickets are more expensive, but if actually if you check the inflation, mm-hmm. I did this not too long of ago. Theater but, ticket prices because there's a joke in Pippin, where Ben Vereen says you can't disappoint these people at twenty five dollars a seat, and I went. Oh my God, $25 a seat. I did an inflation calculator for $25 from when that show opened. I can't remember. And it's not that far off. Okay. Like, Mm -hmm. which shows you, like, inflation's insane. But 
we're not actually spending that much more money on tickets. Yeah. I, I mean, Hamilton and things like that mm-hmm. aside, the average Broadway sure. show p- ticket price has actually not increased really that much, much. Um, oh. which is actually makes me feel kind of nice. But it, it's that thing of like, so this has always been the case. People have been always been spending lots of money on shows and they yeah. need something to be like, I think people are going to go see this aside from it's good. Right. And so you will see, I mean, there was a period... I remember, I'm sure you do too, around like 2008 or so, where like if you weren't based on a property, a movie we'd heard of, you weren't getting made. Yeah. That's how it felt. I don't yeah, know if it's yeah. true. There's definitely a string of a lot of movies turned musical. Yeah. Or, or movies turned play. Like Right. In, oh, in God, The Graduate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's that nowadays? That was know. a huge... That ran, I'll tell you what, though. Like, that ran, that toured. Ran. Like, I think yeah. they did it at Signature. Like, that mm-hmm. That was a, that was around. <laughs> and I do remember when I saw the first ad for that being like, what, what? are we even doing right now? It's kind of like A Bronx Tale is the new version of that. It's, is that still running? It's still running. Right? It's still running. I, I is, mean, yeah. you know, I have, I've had, I have friends in that show. I know, you know right? It's, it's <laughs> no, disparaging. Like, I'm, I'm not yeah, I know there's AU alum in there. The, yeah, yeah, the talent of that show. But right. It really was a repeat of Jersey Boys, mm-hmm. and it stays alive because Robert De Niro, I think, is like throwing all of his money into it. So right. it's, it's like, oh, we didn't sell tickets, but yeah, I heard, another, I heard samples from it. It sounds, it sounds okay. Yeah, and I think it's a very experience specific musical. Like, I, I am not raised from the bronx area nor am i a lot of white guys yeah nor am i italian white catholic (laughs) right like i just i can't relate to it Mm -hmm. um but i can relate to jersey boys just because of the music uh, that it's based on but with the bronx tale it's very specific like i feel like when i was there the audience reflected what was on stage there was a lot of interracial couples from the new york area sure and i just was like huh interesting Uh, hey neat Hey, Gary. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pleased here. To meet you. I'm, I'm a guest in this right, space. in this little space. Were you <laughs> so, raised Catholic? Yes. Okay, so, I figured. Mm-hmm. Philip, Filipinos. Filipinos. Are, yes. It's, uh, love our Jesus. We got you. you know. Well, it's Lent. So. <laughs> it is Lent. Welcome to Lent. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think <laughs> we're, we're here because we're talking about just like sh- shows that keep people's attention. Right. Um, and how will they keep, and you know, when you look at Dewey here at Waltz, you're like, it actually opened. You know, it actually right. was on. And it did, I mean, it ran for 220 yeah, it performances. Ran for a that long isn't, time. It didn't make its money back, but no, it is. But it ran for like a quote unquote long time for a new show. And to get three Tony noms out of it, that's right. pretty impressive yeah. for a, a flop musical. The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Don Mike Mendoza for talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn. And I can't. I have rehearsal. I